Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Am I the astronaut for potentially causing a classmate to not graduate? At the time, I, female 25, was a graduate assistant at a small university studying adult education while working and researching the theater department at the school. I was taking graduate-level adult education classes with graduate assistants from other departments, football, wrestling, music, engineering, sociology, etc. Near the end of the year, we were required to do a group project that would result in giving a presentation on a certain department of the school. I was sorted into a group with a football GA, we'll call him Jim, and once we sat down, he immediately proclaimed himself the group leader, which wasn't even a thing, and we were going to do our presentation on football. I was a little bit irritated at this because I have no interest in football. I don't know how I don't know much about how things work in terms of maintaining a football team in academia, and now I have to do extra research on it. While this is happening, we were putting on our last play for the year at the theater department where I worked, and I was very involved with it. I built the set and props, did dramaturgy. Is that what it's called? Dramaturgy? and sang in the choir, which resulted in late nights and early mornings. I was also putting finishing touches on my thesis, which was over 200 pages. The project was in three parts, and when the first part was due, I submitted my work online and noticed that Jim didn't contribute anything. I ran into him the following day, and he told me about what he was going to contribute. I blatantly looked in the eyes and told him that it was due yesterday and lost points because he didn't do his share. The due date for the second part came up, and we noticed that Jim didn't do his share again, so we as a group took over. After that, I went to class, caught up with the group and saw that Jim wasn't there. With the due date for the third part of the project steadily approaching and the workload not getting any lighter, I snapped and explained everything to the professor. The professor said to stop doing Jim's share and that she'd talk to him. About a month later, I was in a cap and gown at the graduation ceremony and noticed that Jim wasn't there. I looked at the list of graduates and Jim's name wasn't on it. All I could think was, oh shit, didn't I do that? Am I the asshole? Recap of the story real quick. There was a group project going on. The dude who jumped in and proclaimed himself the leader and decided what the project was going to be over didn't contribute a damn thing. And the group was picking up the slack for it until they got to a breaking point. OP explained everything to the instructor. Instructor said, stop doing his part. And they would have a talk with Jim. Jim apparently didn't graduate. Let's bring the scale back up here so we can talk about it. Ascon 2 is you definitely shouldn't have done that, which they're saying that Brozo did here. Um, OP... There's no way in hell that you should carry from here that you thought you did the wrong thing by preventing him from graduating. Let's go ahead and make this official. O-P-N-T-A. This guy chose his fate when he chose not to do the work. And you guys tried to help him by picking up the slack until it got to that breaking point where you were carrying his slack and had to step forward and be like, look. Here's what's going on. And even at that point, the instructor said, stop doing that. I'll talk to him. 
So it was whatever happened between the instructor and him or whatever happened after the fact that prevented him from graduating. It was not you trying to do the right thing for the group. It wasn't you. He made that choice. That's on him. And I think if you ran into him again in public, maybe not you know, like soon, but if you ran into him five years from now, he's going to know that. He's got to realize that it was his fault. He may be salty about it right now because maybe the action that you took triggered that conversation, but it was the action he took that triggered you taking that action. So he, this did not originate with you at all. Not at all. This one is, am I the astronaut for refusing to dress my children? My wife, 31, and I, 32, have been married for six years. We have two kids, a girl and a boy, four and two, respectively. The way my wife and I's work schedules are, it has always been more efficient for me to get the children ready in the morning. I will start by saying I am your typical guy. I have my fair share of graphic t-shirts, and I'm pretty laid back and simple in the way I dress. I did not write this. I do, however, try to put more thought into what my kids wear. Some days are more rushed than others, so those are the days that you would catch me reaching for one of the children's graphic tees that they have and pairing it with an easy pair of shorts or something of that nature. However, on most days, I take a good look through their closets and try to match up an outfit for them. Where the problem lies is that on multiple occasions, after I have gotten the children fully dressed, my wife will see them and ask, Did you pick that out? Or, Is that what they're going to wear today? To which I generally give a disheartening, Yeah. She will generally then go looking through their closets and go find them something else to wear. Then instead of changing their clothes, she will hand them to me and say, change them into this. Now, I don't consider myself to be well-versed in fashion, but I do try really hard to make sure colors match or go together. The last few times this happened, I asked her if she would mind helping get the kids ready in the morning. My thought, and I did not say this to her, was that if you have time to go find them a different outfit, then maybe you have time to go pick their clothes out to start with. She said, no, you know that I have to get off work and it's more time efficient for you to get the kids ready. So the next time it happened, I told her I would no longer be picking out the kids' outfits anymore because I didn't feel appreciated and that I always tried hard to make sure the kids looked nice. She said that was nonsense and that she did appreciate me getting the kids ready in the morning, but sometimes I just needed a little help with the clothes. That was not the answer I was looking for. So surprise, surprise, when she was getting ready to leave for work the next morning, she found our children still in their pajamas. She asked why the kids weren't dressed. I told her, well, they are dressed, but I also told you that I would no longer be picking out their clothes. She replied back that I was just being petty because she didn't have time to help in the mornings. I told her that I didn't think I was being petty. I was just doing what I said I was going to do. She then rushed off into the rooms to find them some clothes and got them dressed. She said that I was being a petty asshole and made her late for work. Now, I understand that in this case, it actually did make her a few minutes late for work. However, I don't think I was being an asshole in this situation, but instead just sticking to my guns. So, am I the asshole in this situation? If I am, I will take my lashings and my fair judgment. I think everybody sucks here. Everybody sucks here. Here's the deal. Everybody sucks here because, although I get it, I understand what he's trying to do, but the way that he's doing it is causing pain and there is another path here. There is another option that accomplishes what he wants to accomplish without having to go to battle, without having to take petty swings, without having to use the kids in this situation and make his wife late for work. There were other options to take here that he could have done. The first thing that comes to mind is the outfit that he is about to put on the children before he puts it on the children, walk it to the wife and say, this is what I'm thinking. Is this okay? Do you agree with this outfit? Better yet, do it the night before. Try to plan in advance because what you're doing right now isn't working, bro. 
What you're doing right now, trying to say, I'm just not going to do it because I don't feel appreciated. It's not going to, it clearly didn't work. She was just like, what the hell are you doing? So I think there's a different way to accomplish what you want to accomplish here. And you're going to find yourself in some situations where you guys just butt heads on things. And instead of just firmly planting your flag and saying, yes, let's do battle. I think you can take a different angle here and say, okay, how can I achieve the thing I want to achieve without just straight up trading blows and going to battle here. And I think those things are worth trying before doing that, before getting to that point. They both suck. Wife, obviously, you know, if she if she is picking apart every single decision that he makes here, yes, maybe you involve yourself earlier in the process. She could just as easily pick out the clothes the night before, too. However, from his position here, since he is OP, I'm thinking the angle here just needs to change. And you can do that without causing pain. You can do that without causing that much pain. Maybe this play that you had would still come into play, but it would come into play later. I think there's a different set of options that you have before you do this. I definitely feel like the wife is the bigger asshole in this scenario. I know that the husband is trying to do his thing, like he's stepping up and trying to make this work the best way that he knows how, but his wife has recognized that he does need help. She even said it. She's like, you just need help with clothes sometimes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It would be beneficial to everyone if that help came sooner rather than after the fact. I agree. She is the bigger asshole in that scenario, but... I think there's a different way for everybody to go here. Um, as a reminder on the ASCON scale, four is the least severe asshole. One is the most severe asshole. Um, I feel like this might be like a four and a three kind of situation where where OP here is a four because it could have done this differently. So it's the least severe asshole that there is because it, it could be done differently. Not that it necessarily should. I feel like it should have, but I'm saying it could have here because wife, I feel like comes into play here at a three or a two. She should have done this differently or definitely shouldn't have done what she's doing. Should have done it a different way that was less destructive to everything. But I think OP here is is just becoming as destructive in response to it, which is just going to escalate. I think that's a it's a move that leads to escalation instead of a move that leads to a solution. You can achieve solutions without war. So let's uh, let's make that official here. Uh, man, three or two. You know what? We're going two with wife here because he asked for help ahead of time and just didn't get it. And we're going four, four for OP here because there is another way. There's another way that will lead to the outcome that you were wanting it to lead to without as much destruction. Am I 25 male overreacting to the cake my girlfriend, 24 female, of three years got me? Throw away because my girlfriend follows my main. So me and my girlfriend have been together for almost three years and this is the first big fight we've ever had. For some context, our birthdays were last week and are one day apart. We decided to do a joint party with all of our friends with the agreement we would each get each other the cake that the other wanted. My girlfriend's favorite cake is a local specialty only made at one restaurant in the next town over. I, on the other hand, love cheesecake. I told her it could be any cheesecake and I'd be fine with the one from our local supermarket as it's pretty good. So the day before the party, I drove about an hour each way to get my girlfriend's cake. So we had the party and everything was going great until we brought the cakes out. My girlfriend had gotten me just a cookie cake instead of a cheesecake. Why does she not know you, bro? Does she not know you at all? You even said, though, you're like, any cheesecake will do. Literally any cheesecake will do. What about a cheesecake with a cookie cake 
crust minus the cheesecake. That's that's what she showed up with. This really made me upset as I don't even like cookie cake that much. The cake part is fine. I just don't like the icing. Dude, hold on a second. How long have you been together? Three years. You've been together three years. I feel like she should know this about you by now. I didn't say anything at the party, but when we got home, I told my girlfriend I was really upset she didn't give me the cake I wanted when I got her the one she wanted. But she told me that I was overreacting and only little kids care about their birthday cake this much. Bish brought the fighting words out. She done said it. These fighting words here in cake country, you don't... You don't sling that kind of crap around. Our friends are split between whether it's a big deal or not. So should I let this go or is it a serious issue? I mean, look, (laughs) to quote Tony Spark, listen, listen, listen. I may not be completely unbiased here because you guys know my feelings on cake. And I think this just even without my love of cake involved here. She was an extraordinary asshole here by not just not getting you the cake that you didn't just rely on her to remember as some kind of test of her love. You specifically told her any cheesecake will do. It wasn't even a hard task. You drove an hour both ways to get the specific cake that she wanted. You were very general about the kind of cake that you wanted, except for it had to be cheesecake and she couldn't deliver. She should understand that you would be upset because she failed you. And then, and then, no, and then, yes, and then, and then she says that only little kids care about their birthday cake this much. Do you think she said it because she was just trying to backpedal or backpedal herself out of trouble and she knew she had screwed up? Because let's let's entertain that for a second. If that's the case and she's like, shit, I done did it. How do I get out of this? Maybe try to minimize it. Only little kids care about their birthday cake that much. No, that just made it worse. She made it worse. And if she was thinking about what was coming out of her mouth, she would have realized that she was about to make it worse and been like, hold those words in. And just look him in the eye and say, I'm sorry. Those are the only words that were needed right then. I'm sorry. Let's go get a cheesecake right now. I screwed up. What reason did she have for going to the same grocery store or wherever that had both kinds of cake and making this selection instead of this one? That I don't get. The amount of effort that she had to put into it was no different for getting the wrong cake as getting the right cake. And I thought about this a lot, not this story, but in general, I think when you're making the choice to do something wrong or do something right, it normally requires the same amount of energy to do it right as it does to do it wrong. Sometimes it's harder to do it wrong. In this case, it was the same amount of effort and she chose to not give a shit. As much as I try to not get fired up about cake, I get fired up about cake. I'm sorry. The question was, am I 25 male overreacting to the cake my girlfriend, 24 female, of three years got me or didn't get me? NTA. No, sir. It's not just the cake. It's not just the cake is symbolic here. The cake is symbolic for I value you as a human being. And I think the the shittiest part about all this is that OP went to a lot more effort to do the right thing because he didn't have a choice. If he, if he was going to do it right, it was going to be a two-hour drive, an hour there, an hour back. He had to plan ahead and probably talk to that restaurant and order it in advance. He had to go to a large amount of effort to get this right, and he did. He got it right. He showed her that he values her that much. She couldn't even get close to reciprocating, which were which required so much less effort. She is an asshole. And then told you you were acting like a little child about it. Mm. Mm, mm. No. 
Where shall we put this heinous, unloving, cake-neglecting biznatch where she belong? She definitely is over a four, could have done it differently. Definitely is over a three, should have done it differently. She's definitely at least a two. She definitely shouldn't have done what she did. I feel like, you know, the cake fire inside of me is pointing to Ascon one, but I have to kind of separate that out. Say, was this malicious? Was it evil? If she hadn't said what she said in the very end about only little kids care about cake this much, it wouldn't have gotten her as high as it got her. I feel like it wouldn't have. But because she had to take this last second dig, instead of just apologizing, I think it becomes malicious at that point. Yep, yep, here we go. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship to and through the space. Ask on one. This is Am I the Askinoff for telling my bridesmaid that I don't want kids at my wedding. I, 25 female, and my fiancé, 27 male, have been together for five years. Got engaged about three months ago and are planning our wedding for fall of next year. We decided very early on in our engagement that we did not want to have kids at the wedding for several reasons. One reason is that our venue is close to the lake on sort of a hill and there are a few safety concerns for kids. We want everyone to have a fun time without having to stress and we don't want anyone getting hurt. We also know there will be lots of people drinking at this wedding which leaves more room for possible mishaps. We do not have kids, but most of our friends do, including all of my bridesmaids and a few of his groomsmen. We will have one flower girl and one ring bearer who are considered our niece and nephew and they will both be two years old at the wedding. The flower girl is my matron of honors, we'll call her Amanda, daughter, and my ring bearer is my maid of honors, we'll call her Kelly, son. He is also our godson. All of the bridesmaids were aware of the no kids rule and were fine with it, and the two kids were in the wedding already have arrangements to leave the reception after dinner. However, I knew this was going to be an issue with one of my bridesmaids in particular, we'll call her Jan. Kelly and Jan are sisters. Jan and I have grown up together and have gotten very close over the last five plus years, and her sons, aged nine and two, are considered my nephews. They will be ten and four by the wedding day. Jan takes her sons everywhere with her and rarely gets a day to herself. Her husband doesn't generally watch the kids by himself, especially for long periods of time. But Kelly and I had this conversation together with Jan. She seemed fine with having her mother-in-law watch her sons for the rehearsal and wedding day, and I thought it was settled. Our families and wedding party will be going to the venue on Friday night to rehearse, and the wedding is on Saturday. There is a hotel at the venue where we will all be staying. The flower girl and ring bearer obviously have to come to the rehearsal, and their grandparents would come the next morning to watch them while everyone gets ready. What I didn't know is that Jan and Kelly were planning behind my back for their mom to come to the hotel the night of the rehearsal to watch Jan's kids at the rehearsal and the wedding. Their mom is invited to the wedding, which means she wouldn't just be keeping them at the hotel. They would be at the wedding. Kelly texted me this, letting me know their new plan, and I got upset. I knew Jan wouldn't really be present if her kids were there, and she'd probably end up having to take care of them at some point during the day. I texted Kelly back saying I didn't want any other kids at the wedding except the two that are in the ceremony and I don't know why Jan would want to bring them anyways if she had the option to leave them at home with her mother-in-law so she could have a weekend to herself. Me and Kelly argued back and forth over text for a bit. Jan apparently saw my text on Kelly's phone and had a complete meltdown because I hurt her feelings. She knew about the no kids rule but thought her sons would be different since they are my nephews. Kelly and Jan both guilt-tripped me saying that I should want them there. Now, Jan says she doesn't even 
want to come to the wedding and says she doesn't want to go somewhere that her kids aren't welcome. I explained multiple times that it's not that I don't love her kids and I don't want them to be around. We just don't want kids at the wedding so everyone can have a night off and celebrate with us. We are putting no kids on the save the dates and invites, so it's not like we're just excluding her kids alone. I don't think it's fair to let one person bring their kids when everyone else can't. Jan doesn't think it's fair since Amanda and Kelly's kids get to be in the wedding when hers don't get to at all. Like I stated previously, the flower girl and ring bearer will only be there for the ceremony and maybe dinner, and then they will go back to the hotel with their grandparents. My fiance is on my side and all of my other bridesmaids don't think I'm the asshole and think I shouldn't back down just to make her happy. This happened a week ago and me and Jan have not spoken since. I honestly don't know what to do. If I don't back down, apologize and allow her kids to come to the wedding, I lose a bridesmaid and possibly a friend. If I do back down, we're compromising our wishes on our wedding day and she gets to bring her kids when everyone else has to leave theirs at home. So am I the asshole for telling my bridesmaid that I don't want kids at my wedding? Wow. So... This is Am I the Askonaut for telling my bridesmaid that I don't want kids at my wedding. Uh, OP, I feel like I feel like title of this should have been Am I the Asshole for telling my bridesmaid that I don't want kids at my wedding for the 27th time. You set a rule. She agreed to the rule, said she understood and then planned behind your back to break your rule and then got butt hurt when you said, no, you can't break the rule. And now she doesn't even know if she wants to come to the wedding. Oh, you mean if you have to follow the rules, you don't want to come to the wedding? Well, if you only want to be a part of a wedding that you're allowed to break the rules at, I'm not sure that I want you at my wedding because what other rules do you plan on breaking? What other wishes of the couple who is getting married do you plan on discarding? I don't know how someone who is involved in a wedding who is stomping on the wishes of the couple who is getting married doesn't see that as disrespectful how can you not see it as disrespectful she knows it's not about her kids she knows that's not singling her out this is her not being comfortable with the alternative and trying to find a way to make it work trying to guilt you into it that's the play the play is she's trying to find a way to make it work you are nta here you are 100 percent nta here not the asshole at all i would say stick to your guns otherwise yeah you said You said this this could have a trickle effect, and I think you're right, because if you let her get away with this, number one, you're opening you're opening up the guidebook, basically all the boundaries and the rules that you've created are out the window for everyone. But everybody else who had to leave their kids with a sitter or something, and some of them will have to go to an extreme effort to pull that off when they show up and see other kids there that aren't in the wedding. They're going to be like. WTF, dude. And then they're going to be pissed at you and it could be a hundred of them. So look at this. Look at it this way. If you allow this one person to break this rule, number one, it says a lot about the amount of disrespect they're willing to dish out on your wedding day. But also it means a hundred other people could get real pissed at you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. (laughs) 
This one is, am I the astronaut for wanting to ditch my cheating best friend? I'll start by saying I'm not a perfect person, but I try to have certain morals that I live by. My friend Kelly, 48 female, and I, 49 female, have been best friends for 30 plus years. I've never been married, but was in a committed relationship for almost 20 years. Kelly has been married to the same man for 26 years. She has had multiple affairs and her husband, the saint that he is, has always taken her back and not dwelled on her mistakes. I truly believe he loves her wholeheartedly and is devastated each time but doesn't want to lose her completely. She has recently begun to have another affair. This time she swears she's in love with him and he is with her. She has recently begun to have another affair. This time she swears she's in love with him and he is with her. The kicker is she doesn't want to lose her house and all the things her husband provides her. So she asked if they could have an open marriage. He agreed. What? Let me get this right. Time out. Time out. He's devastated every time she cheats on him, but agreed to an open marriage. Game on. I almost fell over. The new dude is also having an affair, but he swears he's not happy, so it's okay. Kelly and I have been through a lot together. Her girls call me Aunt Kay, and my kids adore her. I adore her husband. He is the nicest man I know. How she can do this to him is mind-boggling. For the past several years, her and I have taken a girls-only trip, and we always have a blast. Just her and I doing the most random adventures. I absolutely love and look forward to our trips every year, except this time, she wants to take her new bow and wants me to find one to take so we can all have fun together. I am firmly against adultery, and she knows it. I was cheated on for years, and when I found out, I was destroyed. It's like she's trying to pull me into her effed-up life to somehow make it okay. I've always been one to say, it's your life. I don't care whose bed you're in as long as you stay out of mine. But this time, it's different. It's like she wants me to accept it and put me in the middle of it. Am I the asshole for thinking maybe she isn't as good of a friend as I've thought for 30 years? This is a shitty position to be put in. And the fact that she was willing to put you in this position in the first place means that she's a shitty friend, right? I mean, we've we've heard a lot of stories that are kind of like this where it's from the friend's perspective and and their friend is just spiraling out of control here. This all there are several several things going wrong here. The first of which is obviously her behavior. And and some people have open marriages and that works just fine for them. Cool. You do you. This is not one of those cases. He agreed to it, but he agreed to it. I'm guessing because he just has that low a self-esteem and he doesn't want to lose her. They have kids too, right? Her girls call me Aunt Kay and my kids adore her. Dude. Okay. She has to know what she's doing. She has to be fully aware of what she's doing because every time it happened previously, she devastated him. She had to know that it was devastating him, but the fact that he forgave it every time just allowed her a really vague boundary. You know what I mean? There's a line that you do not cross, and that line is just really faded for her because he never reinforced it. And yes, she she should respect him to the point where she's not testing it and pushing against it anyway, but she did, and he didn't reinforce it. He just let it happen and happen and happen and granted it it's not that he didn't care he just didn't want to lose her that much and maybe that's for his girls maybe that's because he truly truly loves her who knows what the real reason behind that is but she's got this habit of walking all over people and now you are starting to experience it too and you can see what she's done to him as a great roadmap for what she's getting ready to do to you she knows what your feelings are about things She knows what his feelings are about things, too, and that didn't stop her. So all of these things that you're not okay and not not comfortable with mean jack shit to her because she doesn't know how to respect other people's boundaries. Not the asshole. 
not the asshole for wanting to ditch your cheating best friend, not the asshole for standing up and saying, no, this is a trip that we go on together, just us girls. If you're trying to bring your boyfriend, your new, what do you call it? If it's a, if it's a mistress, but a dude. Is it still just a mister? A mister? I don't know. I don't know what you call a male mistress. A brozo? There you go. A brozo. A brozo. A brozo. If she if she wants to bring her brozo along on the girls' trip, that's a huge red flag for you right there. If I haven't done that yet in the story, we'll do it right there. That should be the first huge red flag is that now her boundary stomping behavior, like she succeeded in her marriage. She won that war. She got the open marriage. No more battles to be fought on that front. Eye of Sauron now points to your relationship. The war's coming there next. This is it. This is an NTA. This is an NTA OP and uh, no, no ditch, ditch your friend because she's going to stomp all over your boundaries here too. Better yet, reinforce your boundaries. Say, Hey, look, I need you. I need to make sure you understand perfectly clear here. I'm not okay with any of this. You do you. It's your life, but you will not bring that in to our relationship. And if you cannot respect that, then we probably need to take a break from each other. Sorry. No dudes on the girl's trip or no girl's trip. It could just be an escapade for her and her boy toy. Caden Thunder here, back with another AITA story for you. This one is Am I the Astronaut for Lying About a Cake and Letting My Mother in Law Demand a Refund? My husband's family recently threw my brother-in-law a surprise party and my mother-in-law put me in charge of the cake. I ordered an ice cream cake from a store near us and picked it up in the morning of the party and left it in the car while I ran a few more errands. You don't, don't leave the cake in the car. I had never bought an ice cream cake before, so I guess I just expected that it would be frozen solid. I don't really know what I expected, but I didn't expect that it would thaw and melt as quickly as it did. By the time I got it home, it was pretty soupy and it had fallen on one side, so I stuck it in the freezer hoping to save it since that was all I could do. You should have put it in rice. I did not have time to order another one. When it was time to leave for the party, I checked the cake and it looked better, but not perfect. I took it to the party as it was. A little later, when my mother-in-law opened the box and saw the cake, she freaked out. She said, it looked disgusting and was very mad about it. That's that's my uh that's the that's my that's my voice. I can't do Moira. I didn't want to I didn't want to have failed at my first and only family party responsibility, nor did I want her to yell at me. So I lied and told her that I hadn't checked it when I picked it up, so it must have been like that when I got it. Ooh. Um She was so mad that she called the store before the party was even over and chewed them out for selling me a melted cake for her son's party and demanded that they give me a refund. Apparently they agreed because the money was returned to my card a few days later. I know I shouldn't have lied and I do feel bad for whomever picked up her phone call because they got an earful, but I don't regret keeping the blame off myself. It wasn't my fault that I didn't know how quickly it would melt and I would feel the consequences for the rest of my life if she knew it was me am i the astronaut well 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 what do you think here what do i think here what do you guys think here i that's okay for one obviously you know i mean you may not be you know all that well versed in ice cream cakes but i mean it's ice it's cold generally when you leave something that's cold and something that's hot it melts that's that's what i got (laughs) ice it's ice. It's ice. It's gonna it's gonna melt. You know, you probably you could have rebuttaled. You could have been like, "Hey, I made an honest mistake. Um, 
I left it in my car, you know, putting the wrath, putting the wrath of mother-in-law on those people. They probably made an awesome ice cream cake. That ice cream cake was probably bussing and, and they're getting an earful. And, you know, they were, they're nice people. The customer's always right. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of, it's pretty, pretty close to A1 there. I don't know. What a, <laughs> let's say. one sauce for that one? Yeah, let's get some, let's, uh, all right, I'm going to give the, the reins to Dusty here now. The torch has been passed back along with the astronaut helmet. It is coming back my direction. So we'll we'll side by side this at some point and get a like a still frame of him with the astronaut helmet on and then get me because uh, I'm pretty sure it looks much better on you, dude. Uh, we may just have to like sub you in there. In in this case here, I need I need a reminder about who OP is. Okay, it says my husband's family recently threw my brother-in-law a surprise party and mother-in-law put you in charge of the cake. Okay. So, this is one of those cases where I think you have to you have to think ahead of time a little bit better. Um if you knew you had some other errands to run and you were going to have to leave the ice cream cake in the car, this is one of those cases where you need to have like a cooler with cold pla- cold packs or some dry ice or something to be able to keep it cold otherwise pick it up last or make arrangements some other way to be able to keep it frozen but you knew it was an ice cream cake if you had taken accountability for your actions here and been like look here's what happened i screwed up i'm so sorry i will get you a replacement or whatever offered some kind of solution in a way to fix it i think that would have been the play that probably garnered you a lot more respect from mother-in-law which she would have appreciated now in the grand scheme of things, whoever picked up the phone at the cake place was probably it was probably the tenth pissed off phone call they've gotten that day. And while it sucks, they're probably used to dealing with it, so the amount of damage that was done was probably minimal. However, the right thing to do was to come clean about it because you knew that it was your fault and to just apologize. There is a whole lot of power in the words "I'm sorry." There is a ton of power in those words, especially when they're followed by either I'll fix it or I'll do better. Ton of power in those. Let's bring up the scale here and think about where OP should go. Hey, Caden, come join me for a second again. Where do you feel like OP should be for for this whole thing here? Where would you put OP? Uh, Ask on four is the the least severe asshole. Go ahead and jump in here. Four is the least severe asshole where it's they could have done it differently. Three, should have done it differently. Two, you definitely shouldn't have done that. And one is you're a terrible human. So the question specifically was, am I the astronaut for lying about a cake and letting my mother-in-law demand a refund? Rip cake. Rip Rip cake. Rip Rip. As you guys know, you don't mess with cake. That's a rule. Is it malicious? I think that's the question. And I mean, like, is it like a local company or because that's what what would really make me feel bad if it's like a local company that's, you know, making cakes and stuff like that. You don't want to you don't want to hurt businesses like that. So I don't know. Not not that you want to hurt other kind of businesses. too. No, but. no, you don't want to hurt any business, but especially especially like, I don't know, that would just that would make me feel bad, too. So I, I it was it was malicious or it wasn't malicious, but it wasn't cool either. So. I feel like 1.5. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Everybody in their half ratings here. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, you know, initially it was a sneeze away from one, a sneeze away from maybe you're right. It was, uh, it was one melted ice cream cake away. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I don't feel like it was malicious. It was an honest mistake. However, not coming clean about it is the hard part. If it was just the mistake that was made honestly, and it was left at that, it would be like a two or a three, but because you just rolled with the lie, the, the lie is what elevates it. I still don't know that it was malicious. I don't know that it was evil. And we typically try to save Ascon 
one-on-one for like those truly evil people. And I don't feel like this was evil. I don't feel like it was evil. It was, it was dumb. It was a poor choice. And, but I think this is something that you can learn from as a human. I think it's one of those things that you definitely shouldn't have done. I don't feel like it was evil, even though it was cake. I feel like there's a lot of, yes, I, I agree. It's probably a, a one point something, but I think if we round down and give her, give OP a two here, I feel like that's a fair place to be at. And, and uh, yeah, cause I don't, I don't feel like it's evil. Don't feel like it's evil. Somebody said to uh, pay the store back for the money, for the money they lost to get to three. And I, th- I feel like that's a fair assessment. I feel like it definitely shouldn't have done it. You could make this right to even lower that further. It was wrong. It was dumb. Um, it definitely shouldn't have happened. I don't feel like it was, it was wasn't premeditated malicious intent, put it that way. This one is, am I the astronaut for changing my boyfriend's contact name to his actual name? I would like to stay anonymous so I won't give names, just approximate ages. My boyfriend, 30-ish, and I, female, 30-ish, have been together for almost two years. Our relationship is in no way perfect, but when it's good, it's great, and when it's bad, it's terrible. Often he gets in bouts of extreme frustration and anger and storms out, saying he's done and doesn't want to be with me anymore. It's happened a lot over a two-year period. I'm not saying that I'm perfect in any way, absolutely not. I have my own issues, but I don't. A couple of weeks ago, I went out with friends I hadn't seen in years due to them moving out of state. I decided not to drive because I was unsure of the parking situation and didn't want the added responsibility of drinking and driving, so I Ubered. I let my boyfriend know when I got into the Uber and shortly after when I got to the bar. He was doing his own thing and just sent a thumbs up indicating he got my message. I enjoy my night with friends and I indulge a little. Not to the point where I was fall down drunk, slurring my words, but I had a happy buzz with a smile ear to ear. I made sure to drink water constantly to make sure I stayed hydrated. My girlfriend that was visiting from out of town decided she wanted to visit one of her old stomping grounds, seeing as we were pretty close, so we went to bar number two, which I informed my boyfriend about, only to get an okay. I was there maybe an hour before I decided I had had enough and wanted to go home. Didn't have one drink at bar number two. I inform my boyfriend and call him when I walk in saying I'm home, that I had a fun night with my friends, etc. He completely flips out saying he hates when I go out and drink because I don't know when to stop and that I always get drunk. And he can't trust me if I'm out drinking like I'm a dringle. Dringle? Not even a word! (laughs) How can he trust me if I'm out drinking like I am a drunk single girl? That turned into Dringle for me somehow. <laughs> uh, ladies, next time you're at the bar and you get you get happy buzz drunk, just start telling people you're Dringle. They'll figure it out eventually. That he can't do this anymore. He puts up with so much and he won't tolerate me making him look bad. Mm, there's the line. Remember that line. He won't tolerate me making him look bad. He came to my house in the middle of the night, still arguing and started to record me in his words to show me in the morning so I can see how I act when I'm drunk. I told him he was being narcissistic and manipulative to act like an adult and just talk to me. He ended up packing up all of his stuff and left. I thought he was done. Hell, I thought I was done. I changed his contact from the pet name that he was always saved as to his given name instead. Obviously, we didn't stay broken up. We talked and said that we were going to continue to try blah blah blah. Fast forward to the other day when he noticed his contact name was no 
no longer his pet name. He immediately said that was a red flag and that I was gaslighting him because I changed his name after he came to pick up his stuff, but he only did that because of what I initially did, acting like a drunk single girl or dringle. I've been in school for the past year, so I really haven't been going out all that often. In the past year, I can confidently say I've gone out three times total with friends while he is not around. Every time my boyfriend and I have always gotten into fights for one thing or another. He always says I don't respect him in our relationship when I go out or that I want to act like a drunk single girl. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm not perfect in any way, but I don't think my actions are completely terrible. Am I the astronaut? Okay, so first of all, that being being like the one thing that's asked about here kind of concerns me, honestly, OP, um, because you've obviously got a guy here who is projecting everything onto you. If you have given him no reason to be concerned whenever you go out without him, then he's got no reason to be concerned. So either he's carrying things from previous relationships with him or what I think is more likely based on his behavior is that he's projecting his problems onto you. His problems mean meaning he doesn't know how to control himself whenever he goes out. He doesn't know how to not act like a drunk single dude or that'd still be a dringle, drunken single, dringle. He doesn't know how to not be a dringle dude and he doesn't know how to keep it in his pants. That's what that's the vibe that I get from this is that he if he just automatically flips out on you every single time you go out without him and has these severe of trust issues, either he's been severely damaged in the past by relationships where where he was cheated on or he's been the cheater. Typically, if people are projecting things onto you like that, it's because they themselves feel them. That's why it's projection. That's the vibe I get here. So no, you change his name to whatever the F you want his name to be changed to. That's your private property. You you guys were, you thought you were done. You should have been done. I'm, I'm concerned that you went back for this. This is one of those toxic relationships that never reaches stability. And guess what? Stability for a relationship is a huge deal. When you have a toxic relationship like this, it makes everything else in your life so much more difficult. You can't focus at work. You can't focus whenever you're trying to have time with your friends. It, it puts a dark cloud over everything in your life. Maybe it's exciting because there's always shit going down, but this is toxic and this will not last. I'm sorry to tell you. And you will find so much more peace and happiness once you get yourself away from this toxic relationship. And you're not the asshole for changing your boyfriend's contact name. You might be the asshole to yourself if you stay and allow this shit, this toxic cycle to continue. Respect yourself more than that and find someone who truly loves you and doesn't project their bullshit onto you. You will be so much happier when you do. This one is, am I the astronaut for getting my favorite cake for my birthday? I, 34 female, and my sister, 39 female, both love German chocolate cake. Ooh, me too. I'm a coconut fan. He's good. Both of us had a tradition to have that for our birthday cakes each year. However, for the four years I lived with them, I wasn't allowed to get it for my birthday since she only allowed herself to eat it once a year. And since she was the child no one wanted. And the fact, it's just cake. I should give it to her and choose something else. I relented while living with her because it is just cake and I always had issues with my weight. Plus, my niece's birthday was only two days after mine, so we combined our birthdays and I always let my niece pick. She was a child, so I figured that's fair enough. After I moved out of her house and in with my now husband, which is a different AITA moment for me, I decided that I would start having German chocolate cake for my birthday again. My hubs didn't have an issue with this. When my birthday came, I was finally on speaking terms with my sister and she wanted to celebrate my birthday with me. Hubs and I agreed and invited her over. While 
while I waited at our home for my sister, my hubs went out and got a German chocolate cake and had the bakery put happy birthday, my name on it. When my sister saw it, she was furious. She called me an asshole for getting her favorite cake on my birthday and that I need to just get over myself and move on past past our issues with each other. She also claimed I was using the cake to taunt her. I never thought of weaponizing a cake against her. I just wanted it for my birthday after only having it for hers for several years. Everything escalated from there to ultimately having my husband kicking my sister out of our house. This happened a few years ago and now I can't stand even looking at German chocolate cake without cringing over the idiocy of it all. She still brings it up in a joking manner about how I almost let a cake I don't even like ruin our sisterly bond. I just chose to ignore her over it now, but I have to know, am I the asshole for getting my favorite cake for my birthday? Edits, I appreciate all your kind words. I didn't expect to get such an overwhelming response so quickly. I know this is an extremely childish and silly issue, but now with two daughters of my own, I've been doing a lot of self-reflecting and want to do everything I can so my daughters don't end up having stupid and childish issues similar to me and my own sister. I know they will have their own issues, but if I can help prevent them in any way, I want to be able to with an open mind if that makes any sense. Most everyone I know is extremely biased, so I figure I would ask on here instead. Yes, me and my sister have a lot of issues, but this is one of the ones I needed help with solving. I might post others, but I'm going to try to figure them out myself first. I've recognized in some instances I've been the asshole and I have apologized. This was just one of the issues that I couldn't figure out for the life of me if I was the asshole here or not. Thank you all again. Okay, the... the Specific question here was, am I the asshole for getting my my favorite cake for my birthday? Go ahead and step on up, Caden, just as close to the microphone as you can here. Just stand on the mat. There we go. So the the issue is that uh, OP has a sister. They both like the same kind of cake. Their birthdays are like a day apart. So they only were able to ever have... OP was was never allowed to have her favorite cake, which is German chocolate, because... Mm. Her sister only allowed herself to have it one time a year because of her diet or whatever. So she accepted it, which is garbage, but then moves on with life, is with her husband now. Started having the cake she loves again, invited her sister over to celebrate her birthday, has the cake that she loves again, and her sister got all butthurt because her sister says um, she was using that cake just to throw it in her face and to tempt her and said it's a cake that she doesn't even like. So not only does your sister OP here uh, only care about herself, but she's completely erased the memory of you actually liking this cake because she can't handle it being there. Well, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that's special. Yeah, that's special. If you have someone in your life that can't stand you doing things for you and makes all those things about you, all all of those you things makes them about them, you've got to get that person away. Yeah, that's like she's got main character syndrome or main character syndrome or whatever that's called. Narcissism. Yeah, this is one of those things. Yes, absolutely narcissism. But it's it's also one of those things where proximity allows people to do damage, right? Yes. And and OP here, you were doing so much better on your own, not yeah. having your sister back in your life where she couldn't inflict damage. Toxic and then sister you syndrome. Invited her back, and yeah. as soon as she got close enough to take a swing, guess what she did? Yep. So push her back away. This is somebody that you may just have to go NTA with, especially when it comes to your birthday. But the fact that even even though you had limited contact after you got married and before this whole her coming over for your birthday debacle, the fact that she would bring it up in a joking manner and say that it was over a cake that you didn't even like is enough for me to say, look, piss off. We don't we don't get to have a relationship anymore because all you do is abuse it. I think you have to look at that and say, if the only thing that you're using our relationship for is to abuse it, you don't get to have that relationship. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb you can you can absolutely choose your tribe and it blood blood doesn't mean that you're that you have to be 
connected in a social manner. It doesn't have to be at all. Yes, you're related. That's the end of that. <laughs> Blood is not thicker than cake, especially German chocolate yeah. cake. It's got that thick ass topping. You know what I mean? So uh, the question, A AITA for getting my favorite cake for my birthday. Hell no. 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 Nope. N- no. Your birthday, your cake. And the last two cake stories we had were people who who didn't get the cake they wanted for their birthday. It's garbage. Am I the astronaut for telling my fiance my daughter has to be in our wedding? I, 45 male, have a daughter, P, from a previous relationship. I divorced my ex-wife on good terms and we share 50-50 custody of P. She is now 11. After I divorced my ex-wife, I met my now fiance, S. S and my daughter got along very well. After five years in my relationship with S, I proposed. S was super excited and wanted to start planning right away. She looked at venues and started asking her friends to be her bridesmaids. She then told me she wanted her niece to be the flower girl, which I had no problem with. But I said I also wanted P to be a flower girl. S looked at me funny and then said she didn't think P would fit the part. Go ahead and do this. I got angry and told and told S that my daughter would be in our wedding. S started to become upset and said that the girls in the wedding were up to her and P wouldn't be one of them. I told S that if P wasn't in the wedding, then there might not be a wedding. I stormed out and took P to get ice cream. P knows we are getting married and she told me she thinks she will look pretty in whatever dress S decides she should wear. This broke my heart and I decided to text S. I told her I would be staying with a friend to think this over. My mother-in-law texted me saying that I was overreacting that my daughter doesn't have to be in my wedding and I was an ass for saying that I would cancel. So, did I take it too far saying I would cancel? Am I overreacting or just being a good dad? Update! The sirens were perfectly timed in the background there. Hey Reddit, thank everyone for all kind words and suggestions. To answer a few to answer a few questions, my daughter is not disabled, chubby, or having an awkward phase, braces or glasses. I did ask if P could be a groomsman. S immediately shot me down. S is 39. She is the same race as my daughter. This is her first marriage. I tried to answer as many comments as possible. I came home to talk to S today. When I pulled in our driveway, my mother-in-law was sitting there in her car. I got out, went inside, and tried to avoid talking to mother-in-law. S was sitting at the kitchen table, and I joined her. She sat in silence, so I asked the first question. Why does P not fit the part, and why don't you want her in the wedding at all? Her answer full-on shocked me. She quietly said, I was hoping that after the wedding, you could become a holiday visit only dad. I didn't want her in the wedding so she wouldn't be in the photos around the house since she wasn't going to be around much. I kept my cool, calmly took her hand and pulled my engagement ring off. Oh my God. Her eyes started to tear up. She said she wouldn't end the marriage over this. She said we shouldn't end the marriage over this and that she can change. I told her the damage was already done. I told her I wanted her things moved out by next week and that she should come get them when my daughter wasn't home. The house is in my name and I paid for it. I was allowing her to get her furniture that she paid for. She stormed out and mother-in-law came knocking on the door saying I was being unreasonable. I couldn't imagine only seeing my daughter only three or four times per year. The fact that S wanted me to give up part of my custody blew me away. I'm sitting on my couch just now in shock. Our honeymoon was supposed to be in Hawaii. Looks like me and P will be going instead. I will update again if anything happens. Can you imagine? Okay. Can you imagine? Going, first of all, am I the asshole for telling my fiance my daughter has to be in our wedding? Hell no, NTA. Also, that was the first initial post here. Are you the asshole for taking the ring off of her finger? Hell no, NTA for that as well. You're 
ex-fiance is 100% an ASCON one. This is the perfect kind of evil bullshit we reserve ASCON one for. She was playing a long game to try to try to just work her out of his life. She was being a sneaky bee about it and then finally came clean but didn't want her in the wedding because her long game was to force this relationship gap, to force this wedge between them to where either she would make the daughter's life such hell over there that she wouldn't want to be there anymore and that's how he became a holiday dad or she would create enough hell in his life to where he finally would cave in and do it. But what in the actual kind of person actually says this shit? This is insane. For someone who actually wanted this to happen in the first place, like how how evil of a piece of trash human do you have to be to have this plan in the first place? But mother-in-law's involvement in all of this has me wondering if she was part of this whole plan. She obviously knew. She knew what the play was and maybe mother-in-law was part of it and decided that she was going to try to help make it happen. She was babysitting the whole thing. She had to be a part of it. This is absolute garbage. This is the... This is one of the worst people I've ever heard of. And this, I'm going to go ahead and say it, is definitely going to be featured on the Dusties. Our one-year birthday for Dusty Thunder's channels are coming up here in August. This B is definitely going to be featured as a best of or worst of. It's going to be worst of for sure. The worst of the heinous bees. This dude did the right thing by his daughter and his daughter You know, she doesn't know the story now. She will. Eventually, you're going to have to tell her what the hell happened here because your relationship is ending. You're not going to be married to this person who's been living with you. And she thought she was going to be in the wedding for. And she's probably going to feel bad about it for a little bit. But eventually, she's going to understand how much this means and how great of a dad you are because you stood up and did what's right. Not just right for her, but right, period. You did the right thing. And you were about to marry like... Cruella DeVille or some shit. You were about to marry a, a truly evil person. You were about to marry an evil person who was going to do God knows what to drive a wedge in your relationship or create enough hell in your relationship using your child so that you would give up part of your custody for her. What the hell? What in the hell? NCA, she's an ASCOM one. Terrible shit human being. Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content, and if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the astronauts today. Thanks again.